Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. It was great. There was no one hassling, for, hassling me for tickets. <laughs> uh, no, again, a different challenge and we just embraced it. Our backroom team, John and the lads, did everything right, so we just trust in them. As soon as we crossed the white lines, they had the trust in us to get the job done, so it works both ways. Limerick's Dermot Burns enjoying himself, and why not, on the pitch yesterday after that great All-Ireland victory. And Live 95's Luke Liddy is in the studio next door. We also uh, have on the line Michael Hearn, our soccer correspondent. Um, and uh, we also have Don O'Sullivan, who provided commentary for us yesterday alongside Limerick hurling legend Kieran Carey. Um, Luke, uh, what was it like to be in Croke Park? Uh, it was it was great, Joe. Obviously, it's it's nothing without the fans, and and it was just media there, the extended panels, the officials, of course. But look, it was great to get up there, and I'm very conscious of the fact that there were so many people who who wanted to be there and who couldn't, and 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 privileged, as you said. I, I, this is something that I'll be telling the, the the grandkids, I'll be telling everyone in years to come that I was there and and that we were there covering it for for work. But I suppose. It was just a, a, a sense of, of occasion without being a sense of occasion because the ball was thrown in, there was no big roar, Limerick got on with it, they were clinical and, and look, I just wanted to say this, this like Declan Hannon, like we should be so proud of him, we should be so proud of all the players, the management team, but his speech, he was... He was incredible in that and, and, and talking about COVID and the people that we lost. I mean, it's been it's been a hell of a year, Joe, and people have have lost loved ones. People haven't been able to mourn loved ones appropriately. People have lost business. Businesses have had to close down. People have lost employment. And, and there was this talk about the All-Ireland and should the championship go ahead? And you were questioning motives as to why it would go ahead. And there was a lot of talking about mental health and this will be good for the country. I think it proved that it was good for the country, Joe, because for, for, the, for the hour and a half, the two hours that you were focused on this Limerick hurling team or whatever your county was, you could switch off. And, and I suppose the worries of the world and everything that was going out uh, going on in the outside world was just shut off and and look this morning I'm just so proud you'd nearly come into the office feeling the size of Kyle Hayes or Garrod Hegarty you, you have your chest out and, and look they've brought so much pride and Waterford brought so much pride to their own county as well and what they did this year the whole thing from start to finish was, was amazing Joe and wasn't it great to get the championship played out and as they say some things are constant, the hurling championship is constant and, and it was just a privilege to be there Joe. Yeah and Ger has been in touch to say don't forget the minors be Cork to reach the Munster final and next Sunday and hard luck to the under 20s it wasn't their night but yesterday what a performance by our lads in green in Croke Park I'm going to take another short break and come back to the three of you we're unashamedly in celebratory mood this morning after Limerick won another All-Ireland Senior Hurling title. Uh, maybe the strangest that they will ever win. Uh, you've heard from Luke Liddy and uh, also, as I mentioned, Don O'Sullivan and Micah Hearn are on the line. Um, Don, it was the control, really, of the Limerick performance uh, yesterday. You know, it wasn't that Waterford played badly. No, it wasn't at all, Joe. Anyone that would have lined up there yesterday would have been beat by that Limerick team, I think. Um just clinical, professional. I think we said that at the end, even though it's an amateur sport, uh, 30 points. Um, you know, the vast majority from play, uh, just picked apart the water for team, passing the ball through the line. Incredible to watch a privilege to be there, a privilege to watch them 
and they talk about flow all the time when you're, when you're in the zone as they call it Limerick or in the zone from start to finish just there with just an incredible value for their performance and that stunning moment uh, when um, Limerick put together the most fluid of moves um, but they were foiled twice in rapid succession by uh, Stephen O'Keefe the Waterford goalkeeper but it was an extraordinary piece of play Outstanding, Joe. I, to, to be honest with you, like I mean, obviously from a coaching background, I've been on this show with you for years, saying that we have the Limerick players and were we good enough? Watch Kyle Hayes, just uh, his performance, Garrod Hegarty, Tom Morrissey, just incredible stuff. And the one thing that always stands out to me when you watch someone like Kyle Hayes, uh, Garrod Hegarty, Tom Morrissey is like this, this Limerick team do their own thing. So you know, three or four years ago, people would have said, "Oh, Declan Hannan, would he get on the team? Would Tom Morrissey get on the team? You know, would Garrod Hegarty get on the team?" Why is Kyle Hayes now wing back? This team go about their process. They believe in what they're doing. They go, they do it. There'll be Kylie Minches written. There'll be radio shows spoken on. There'll be comments made, but they just go out and do their hurling. And they, they just got their their process mm-hmm. right and are, are reaping the rewards of, of, as you say, all the hard work that's gone on before. We've always had the good hurlers, Joe, and now we're seeing it. Yeah. Um, and Mike Ahern, I mean, you know, in the end, these guys are amateurs. In other words, they have jobs and lives and other things that they have to look after in any given year, especially a year like this. And, and you know yourself what it's like to uh, play at a high level and to coach teams uh, who are amateurs um, at a high level. You know, th- there, it, there are all sorts of complications that don't even apply to professionals. Yeah, I mean, it's insane, Joe, and I deal with a couple of the hurlers outside of, of sport, and I've spoken to a couple of them this year uh, late in the evening, and they were on their way to Ratkeel for training, and, and you forget that, that, you know, they're trying to juggle a nine-to-five job and serious inter-county commitment as well. I mean, look, it, it's a full-time commitment for them, but, I mean, genuinely, I'm, I'm in awe of them. I'm absolutely dumbstruck over the last three years about when you try and put a team, a team together or a club or a structure together, you want players to enjoy themselves. You want them to play a good brand. You don't want them to be associated like a, being a dirty team or, or a team that, you know, finds a way to win uh, by fouling and, and being cynical. You want them to be appreciated by supporters. And I suppose most of all, you want them to win. And the Limerick senior hurlers have everything. I mean, they are just so calm, so cool, and so collective. And I think as long as you're going to bring me on the show, Joe, forevermore, I mean, when you ask me what makes a great team, we'll just say one word, and that's Limerick. I mean, they are just phenomenal. And to think that these guys do it on an amateur basis, it's incredible. And the big pity, Joe, and I was just thinking there as the Champions League draws on at the moment and the glitz and the glamour that goes with that, it's such a pity that hurling is confined to just Ireland, isn't it? Because this team, I mean, they're world-class. They're absolutely incredible. And they're right up there with the very best teams I've ever seen across any sport. Right. Uh, Luke, just finally, um, if there were one moment for you that summed up yesterday inside Croke Park where none of the rest of us could be, what, what was it? I think it was the, at the very start of, of the game where uh, there was a ruck in the middle of the field and uh, Limerick came away with us. It was the first physical battle. John Kiley mentioned it as well after the game. The first physical battle. Limerick came away with it, scored the point, got their first point on the board and they were away and they led from that point out and uh, 
that was it. That was it. It was the heart, the determination, the physicality, the skill of this team all summed up in one ruck where they came away with the ball and you knew they're on today. This is going to be their best performance of the season. People have actually questioned a team that have won every single game because they only won a few of them by four points. Absolutely ridiculous. This team is uh, going to go down as an all-time great and it was that. It was from the very start of it where you could settle the nerves a bit and go, yeah, they're on today. Here we go. And for you, Don? Um, I think Shane Dowling touched on it last night in the Sunday game, Joe. Uh, the Graham Mulcahy working back to intercept the pass. Just incredible work rate and it's not how many points you score or whatever. There was no, one more phase that I think the commentary might have picked up to. Kyle Hayes went up the left wing in the second half and he beat three men on the way up. Then he fell over. Then he got back up. Then he won the ball. Then he lost the ball. Then he dived on the ground and picked the ball away. Then he got up and won the ball back and eventually got fouled. So I just thought, these guys are not going to be beaten. The will to win in this group is just incredible. But it's yeah. such a privilege, though, after all we've been through, to be able to watch those guys pick up the trophy citizen. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, nice for you to work alongside a Limerick legend like Kieran Carey yesterday in the commentary. Oh, it's a dream come true, Joe. I always uh, dreamt of commentating on Ireland's final, as I said yesterday, and it was great for Live 95 for them to give me that opportunity. And even better, I got to, um, inverted commas, play a co-pack with Kieran Carey. So another dream come true. <laughs> so I, I was never going to do it with a hurley in my hand, Joe, but I got to do it with a microphone. So absolutely. I had look. It, what, what an insight. That guy at half time, he called it. He said we should be eight or nine points up and we win by 10. And the way he went, they won by 11. Absolutely. All right, fantastic, fantastic. Well, listen, thank you to you, Don. Thank you to everyone involved in our uh, sports coverage across this extraordinary year. Not over yet. There's a bit more sport to come between now and New Year's Day, but we appreciate it. Don O'Sullivan, who's also editor of the Limerick Leader, of course. Thank you to uh, Mike uh, Ahern as well. Uh, and uh, special thanks to Live 95's Luke Liddy. Uh, Luke, has been doing phenomenal work, so thank you for that. Call Limerick today now on 461995.